today we're speaking with Talena Court. Talena is actually going into year 12 at the moment for her HSC and she's studying as part of her HSC a school-based apprenticeship program, Certificate 3 Automotive Mobile Plant Technology. This industry area is male-dominated, so I wanted to ask Talena about how she made that decision, why she made that decision and her thoughts and insights into where this could take her. Talena's got some great ideas and she's really, really career-focused. So please join me in welcoming Talena. Hi, Talena. How are you? Good, thanks. Fantastic. So, Talena, I wanted to just probably introduce you, first of all, or maybe you could introduce yourself in regards to just telling us a little bit about um, what you're currently doing. Yep. So I'm a school-based apprentice studying uh, a Cert 3 in mobile plant technology. I'm also right. in year 11 currently, going on to year 12. Okay. And, yeah. So can you just talk to us about what your certificate involves. What's the apprenticeship do? Yep, so mobile plant technology, uh, best way to describe it is pretty much we are heavy vehicle mechanics that focus on hydraulic systems. So um, personally, I work for a company in Greater Western Sydney and yeah. we work on uh, boom lifts, scissor lifts and telehandlers as well as vertical lifts and mm -hmm. we do all services and that sort of thing, making sure they keep going uh, out on job sites and that. Okay. All right. So you started the apprenticeship this year. Yep. How did you get into it? How did it all come about? Yeah. So last year in year 10, I did a week of work experience with this company and my employer was impressed with how I was working and the mechanics were impressed with how I was working. They just asked if I wanted to do a school-based apprenticeship and I just brought forth the question to my career advisor and it just went off from there. Right. And they knew about school-based apprenticeships? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, cool. Had you heard about them before? No, never. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Right, yeah. Yeah. So how does that work in with your Year 11 and Year 12 program then? The course that I'm doing with TAFE and doing all the work that I do on Wednesdays during my week, that uh, counts as two units towards my uh, HSA. So it's one of the subjects that you're studying for your HSC. So yep. how do you combine the school with work with training? How does that all happen? Most of it just comes down to being able to manage your time and being really responsible and independent with what you do and how you do it. Just all comes down to hard work. So there, it's not like an undue pressure. It just forms part of the what would be a normal school curriculum yeah what you do yeah. so how does it tell me about a typical week you know do you when do you go to work when do you go to study when do you go to school you know how does that all happen so I go to school on Monday Tuesday Thursday and Friday and then Wednesday I'll attend to work so I'll go to work as like a normal working day so I'll start at seven and then I'll finish at four or three thirty depending on the day but with TAFE, um, I do a thing called block release. So I take one week of the term and then that whole week I'll be spending at TAFE. And is that for um, both year 11 and year 12? So in year 11, that's the whole format for this year. Um, and I'll finish that to the end of the year. But because of the block release, I've gone through first year apprentice um, training like pretty quickly compared to other apprentices. So year 12, I'll, I'll be able to focus completely on the HSC because I won't have to do first year apprentice training. 
Right. Which I think, yeah, which is really helpful. And right. um, the difference is other apprentices who are doing school-based apprenticeships, they will have to do uh, usually like a day a week or they'll do an afternoon to get through it. And because of this block release, I've been able to get through the whole thing within right. the year. Yeah. So so next year it changes. So you'll still go to work? Yeah. So I'll still, I'll still go to work on the Wednesday. Right. And you yeah. get paid for that work, don't you? Yeah, I get paid. Yep. Right. Okay. So that's apprenticeship wages, like yeah. a normal apprentice? Yep, normal hey, apprentice. And, yeah. And so in regards to, you know, when you go to the TAFE, who's, who else is in that class? Is it only school-based apprentices? Is it, a, you know, a, a, a unique class or who's in that class? Yeah. Um, my class, we've got a whole range of students. So we have... Well, there's one other school-based apprentice in my in my uh, class. Well, we've also got, you know, um, other apprentices who are like in their thirties. We've right. also got apprentices who came straight out of high school, as well as right. you know those in their like mid twenties. Right, wide range. So there's a whole mixture, but you're actually in um, undertaking your apprenticeship theory alongside what other apprentices who have left school or are undertaking it. So yeah. you're all in the same mix. So you're still getting the same training. You're yeah. not getting a unique sort of training that goes for it. How does it feel being in the workplace, you know, on that Wednesday when you go to work and you're not at school? Talk to me about how, how did that happen and how, do you, how does that work for you? Well, I see work as a wind down for me really from all, you know, the schoolwork that I have to do because because I'm really passionate about that sort of thing, it's it's really like calming for me, like right. personally. You're doing uh, what you love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. You know, um, well, going into work, it's everyone's really, you know, we all help each other out. If we need help with like doing something on a machine, you know, just call them over. And yep. yeah, even though I'm a school based, I'm treated as if I was, you know, just another employee. That Wednesday that you're at work. What's happening at school? How does that work? Do you miss out on schoolwork? Yep. So Wednesday, I do miss out on just whatever periods I have that day. But I just work with um, the teachers and I tell them, you know, I've got this day off and they understand and, you know, we just work around it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's already been preset. Yeah. The teachers know it. There's yeah. uh, more than yourself that goes out on the Wednesday or whatever day it actually is and you just have mechanisms in place to either catch up or do the study etc with what it actually is all right okay what were the people around you your influencers your carers your family your friends what did they do they know about a school-based apprenticeship or how do they what were their thoughts about it everyone has been really supportive about the idea just because I've always had that passion for mechanical things Mm. So it it really helped in that regard, but no one really knew that this was even a thing, you know, school-based apprentices and apprenticeships that it's not like a general sort of thing. You don't always see, you know, a school-based apprentice just walking around because there's not many of us doing this thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's growing and everything, isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, it is. It's yeah. great. Yeah. But, yeah. And I think probably that's one of the reasons why we're talking to you is <laughs> – that yeah. you are such a great example of how a school-based apprenticeship works. And, you know, you were talking about that you do block release and then you go to school at this time and everything like that and that you were saying that in year 12 
that you won't have to worry about doing that anymore so you can concentrate more just on your schoolwork yeah. as it goes. So is that a typical way that you know of that a school-based apprenticeship works is, you know, the block release component? I know that most students that are doing um, a TAFE course, they usually take an afternoon, which then it makes it so the TAFE course goes over the two years, year 11 and 12. Right. Yeah, so what I'm doing is definitely unique in my school because I don't think right. anyone else in my school is doing a block release. Right. But it's interesting that you're, um, you're doing your training and when yeah. you're actually in your training, you're doing it with people who are also apprentices yeah. outside of the school system. Yeah. So it's actually a normal, what would be considered a normal way of delivery of a training. Yeah. And you're sort of just matching in with that and you're not losing yeah. anything out of it. Okay, so let's um, have a bit of a chat about how did you get into your interest, uh, you know, working with heavy machinery and cars? Where, does, where did that all come from? Well, at the beginning of year nine, I can tell you, I didn't even know what a spark plug was. You know, I, I knew nothing of the sorts regarding anything to do with mechanical things. I've, I've always been, you know, oh, look, that's a pretty car, that sort of thing. But it's never been, you know, how does this work? You know, how, how can I make something work that didn't used to? So I've got to really thank my teacher for teaching me how to um, do things in the automotive field because uh, year 10, I think it was, last year, we have this thing where we'd fix up cars and then we'd give it to refugees. And he got me working on this Nissan Bluebird and I had the worst oil leak. It, it took me a good week, a few weeks, to actually get it done and just, you know, tenacious efforts of, you know, oh, does it work now? No, it's still leaking. Okay, try it again. <laughs> and just doing that, just those little jobs and that just helps really build my passion for, for it all. Right. And, yeah. And then just doing all these little jobs, learning more, and then just kept growing from there. Right. And what's yeah. happened with the Nissan Bluebird? Where's that now? Yep, so we finally got that done, <laughs> finally. It was a really long process, but um, finally got it going and then we just gave it to a refugee and now that's on the roads, you know, all certified. And right. Yeah. Okay, oh, so there was a group of you, like a group of you worked on the car and then you created, so you got it ready to, to be used and then it was just yeah. donated. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. What a great thing to do. I think it is, yeah. And it's amazing. So less than a few years ago that you didn't know that this is actually where you want to be. And now it sounds like it's actually your passion and your career. That's where you want to yeah. go. Yeah. I, I've just learnt so much with everything to do with the mechanical side of things and just constantly learning and just growing and, you know, it, it's, it really is just a passion and I love it. I, I want to... I want to just talk about the fact that um, you're doing a school-based apprenticeship and you're the school captain and you wanted to be part of this program um, to talk about school-based apprenticeships. What's driving you in regards to that? What's driving you to do this? Again, I just, like, I, I want to help people and because I've always had people who've, like, always had my back and they've always been pushing me, supporting me, and I just want to be someone that can inspire others and you know really just like pay it forward sort of thing you know mm. and yeah because there, there are younger people out there who don't have a positive role model like I know from personal experience that I didn't really have 
much of parents to like look up to sort of thing. And I know there's other kids out there and if I can show them and be like, this is actually something you can do, you know, if you can put in the hard work, you can actually achieve great things. I mean, that's just such a a lovely thing. I wanted to talk about what's going to happen after you finish school. Yep. So what's your plans after you finish school? So my plan is to apply for the army, actually. And, right. Yeah, and just go in that direction with it, within defence. And I, I don't see any better way to help others than to actually serve the country sort of thing, you know. Yeah. So and, would you do, will you do the apprenticeship or like, what are you thinking of doing in the army? Um, I'm thinking of going in a more, in a combat role. That's my idea anyway. Yeah. And get into armoured corps and do on the big stuff really the real big stuff but that's just what's big stuff for you well I'm thinking like tanks would be ideal right because my teacher he's always he's the um aircraft he used to be an aircraft maintenance sort of technician guy and he just helped me like grow this other love for aircraft and how they work in gas turbine engines and within a tank they've got a gas turbine engine so I just put the two together, you know, working on big trucks and right. you know, big machinery. So, and <laughs> so do you think you'll do an apprenticeship? As it, with, is that what you're looking for within the Army to go through? I know um, you're saying combat. Do you, do you think that you might use the apprenticeship or use these studies in the in – The, the in apprenticeship the- has definitely helped me acquire all the skills needed within the fields of doing that. And if I finish my apprenticeship and I get this Cert 3, then that will just make – training easier if I go in to do say a mechanic job yeah it's just helpful in every way compared to not doing anything like this when you're finishing your year 12 you can use that for when you go into your army for your application to say that I've already started to do this apprenticeship yeah I suppose like it really help you know Mm-hmm. especially okay. saying like I've got my HSC and I'm also doing this. You've got a career goal, which is yeah. your passion, which is that you're either going to join the army or you were talking about maybe even if you want to finish your apprenticeship, yeah. first of all. So yeah, you'd be going into your second year of your apprenticeship yeah. straight out of school. Okay. Yeah. Um, so either finishing that and then applying for um, the army. I wanted to just talk to you about the earning component of it so you're actually earning money while you're actually at school doing the school-based apprenticeship do you work anywhere else or do you do anything else no uh the money that i earn from doing this apprenticeship it's it's enough to you know get me to and from work if needed you know that pays for transport and i can even save that towards getting say a car or something like yeah. in the future it's yeah. so you're not working after hours after school you're not working on weekends as no. well as doing school, it's no. it's all part of the one the one system for you. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic! That makes life much easier. So you're moving into an area which is definitely what we perceived as a male-dominated, and in reality, there's only about two percent of the trades in male-dominated who are actually female. So you're really in the cutting edge. So what's your workplace like? How do you get treated in the workplace? In the workplace, we're all just. You know, we all work together. We're just one little team and we all get the job done and gender has nothing to do with it really. And right. as well as age as well. Like, you know, my mechanic, he's in his 30s hitting 40 and it's like... Well, that's you know, old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, compared to me, I'm 16 and yeah. you know, that's a bit of a 
that's like a huge gap between like, you know, and Absolutely. then I've got, yeah, there's another apprentice who's like 20 something. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And we all just work together like, you know. Right. So have you, are you treated differently in the workplace? Are you fighting it? Yeah, not at all. You know, no. yeah, no, I, they give me a job and I'll go do it, you know. Yeah. A job's okay. a job and we all just get it done. Yeah. Okay. So what are, what are your thoughts in regards to this idea about the gender gender stereotyping and saying that these uh, are really not necessarily not suitable but they're not attractive to uh, for females to enter into the workplace? What yeah. I think that? in society we need to get over the stereotypes that we're making because it just doesn't help anyone. Like... A job's a job. If you can do the job, then do it. If you're passionate about it, like strive towards it and do your best at it. Because when it comes down to, oh, you can't do this job because of your gender, that's just, it doesn't make sense in any regard at all. Mm. So I think we all need to get over it really and just, you know, just do your best with whatever you want to do and don't think about, you know, what? And just get on with the job. Yeah, yeah, and don't look at the stigma of anything because me, for example, like I'm doing all these great things and I'm not a male, you know. Mm. Like my gender has nothing to do with the fact that I'm, you know, excelling in everything that I'm doing. Right. So, yeah, I just really think that people need to find their passion and just go towards it and not be, you know, held back by oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, you know, and especially for parents need to understand that and, like, give their kids that opportunity to take on, like, if if their kid wants to go and work on, like, you know, get dirty in that and, like, play around with, you know, oil or with gloves, of course, you know, keeping in mind that it's a carcinogenic material. <laughs> um, yeah, but if they want to go in that direction, like, it's really good to just support it. What has doing the school-based apprenticeship, what has that given you? How has that, how has that affected you? It's really made me grow up and understand how the big world works, you know, and just give me all that experience but also helps me develop the skills needed to um, just be better and better myself and just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you see that change in yourself? Do you see who you used to be at maybe as a year 10? not really from year 10 because year 10 I was still thinking about what it needs to be done and doing all the things within automotive yeah but year nine definitely I I was just the worst of students (laughs) in my younger years yeah and just being given this you know time to actually you know the opportunity to even do better it's just been great yeah. I mean, and it's also allows you that safety, doesn't it, that you're still at school, yeah. so you're still within your friendship groups yep. or within the, a really safe environment, but you can explore possible careers yeah. right now. Yeah. And it doesn't impact on your studies or your HSC, um, you know, that sort of component. You're, you know, so you're still safe. You're still, you've got the best of both worlds, I suppose, I would say. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because like, if if I find that this apprenticeship isn't going to work out, it's not something I really want to do, then I've still got my HSC that I can I can still, you know, use all my knowledge and that to go find another career path if needed. And you've also then also got that qualification, yeah, a, a exactly. separate qualification to that as well, or yeah. 
you know, a, a part qualification or the units leading towards a trade qualification, yeah. which a lot of those are underpinning, you know, how to communicate, how to work as a team, how to work effectively, all those skills that need to be taught to get a job. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely fantastic. So, Talina, if we were going to, if you've got, if there's employers listening to this or someone from industry listening to this, what advice or what what would you like to say to them in regards to school-based apprenticeships? Yeah, so I think it's really important for employers to understand that because um, taking on a student as a school-based apprentice, just because they're young, it doesn't mean that they're not going to be able to carry out the necessary jobs and they won't be hardworking and diligent because I'm like, I'm a real example, a real life example that we do exist and just having that opportunity can really change how a student's life may, you know, turn out because Mm. especially like I know from being in the younger year and then having like having all these opportunities come towards me like I've really been able to change as a person and if it wasn't for these opportunities being offered then I'd who knows where I'd be at this stage but yeah yeah I just think it's great to be open-minded and understand that age has nothing to do with the performance that like they will carry out and there is although always every generation and yeah. I think we, we've spoken about this a, a few times um, of um, of the recordings. Is that concept that always the older generation will be making comments about the younger generation? Yeah. And you're just a prime example to me of somebody who is just breaking that stereotypic role um, yeah. mold. Yeah. You know, you you know your commitment, your passion, and the fact that you talk about resilience, patience great communication, all those things are an absolute delight to hear. Um, and it probably is probably a reflection of actually what a lot of people at your age are actually doing, but they just don't get seen. Yeah. Yeah. So what about if um, for uh, maybe some students in year six, you know, young kids still in primary school, maybe people who are in year seven through to year 10, or even people who are just in, you know, just trying to work out what they want to do. What advice or what suggestions would you give them in regards to school-based apprenticeships? I think that, especially in your younger years, if you find something interesting or you have a passion towards something, just chase it. And if it throws you onto another path, just keep going really. Because there's no point, you know, just doing what you're told to do as bad as that sounds. But sometimes you need to break down that all those stigmas and stereotypes associated that like, you know, if you have a passion towards something, just really go for it because it can right. take you great places. And, and the, as I was sort of saying, and the great thing is that you're still in a school environment. So this is all about tasting it's all about trying things out and trying to expand what you're actually trying to do the idea that you can earn and you can learn at the same time is just huge isn't it I mean you know you you have that stability you know you've got a job so you can just get on with you know your schoolwork and you've got that safety net and that this all counts towards your HSC as well yeah. So, Talina it's been an absolute pleasure I know that people are going to be contacting me to say how's Talina going did you get into the army? What did she do? So we, we may need to catch up with you again to see how you're going. But I want to wish you all the best. Yep. Okay. Thank you.
So thanks everybody for joining us for that podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like some more information, you could go to the website sbatinnewsouthwales.info or search for the Department of Education New South Wales School-Based Apprenticeship Programs. Or until we meet again, take care.